Hello, everyone, and welcome back to your favorite podcast, Stop the Internet Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly. And I'm today's co-host, Erin. Okay, time for a fun fact. Did you prepare? Oh, shoot. No, I didn't. Okay. You can tell people what your job is. I don't know if we ever specified. Okay, so I'm a nurse. Um, I work in dermatology because skin is the most interesting human organ. Okay. Today, we're talking about... Wait, are you going to give a fun fact? I'll give a fun fact that... That ties into the title of the episode or potential title of the episode. So when I was in college, my roommates and I would always quote SpongeBob. And one of the lines we would say is, Marty, I'm scared. And whenever we would experience something that left us speechless or was very confusing, we would always just say, Marty, I'm scared. So then when I was reading some of these stories, that was my thought going through my head. So I was debating titling the episode, Marty, I'm scared. But I was like, would people get that? Probably not. It's so hard because I I also have a very select friend group that we quote SpongeBob with, like some detailed quotes that very few people get. And then I like go to work and I quote it and everyone's like, what? Looks at me with crickets playing. Yeah. (laughs) So it might be called I'm speechless. Or maybe it can be called Marty, I'm scared slash speechless. Who knows? We'll figure it out. But that can be my fun fact is that I used to quote SpongeBob and it inspired the episode. Used to. Used to. (laughs) I still quote it in my mind because when I read these stories, I think to myself, Marty, I'm scared. Okay. So these are stories that shocked me that were very interesting. I think this is good because very rarely are we left speechless. Yes. yes, So let's let's hear it and see if we're actually speechless. Okay. Let's jump right in. I overheard my future in-laws discussing wanting my fiancé's ex to donate an egg because she's pretty. Now I don't want them in my life and I wonder if this could work. Shoot. (laughs) My fiancé and I, male 35 and female 36, have been together for two years. Before me, he was in a relationship with A, female 30, for three years. After they broke up, A and my sister's fiancé, my sister-in-law, female 30, continued to be best friends. A is very beautiful. She is tall, blonde, and athletic. (gasps) Is it you? I'm a... My fiancé's family loves her, especially my sister-in-law and my future mother-in-law. I truly believe they still wanted my fiancé to be with her. Instead, he proposed to me, short, dark, and cynical. <gasps> it's you. I can't say I'm short. You're shorter than me. I hope I'm not cynical. <laughs> I'm sick today, so I called work and stayed in bed. I texted my fiancé that I was homesick, but he must have forgotten or not seen the text. Around lunch, I heard my fiancé come home with my mother-in-law and sister-in-law. He was helping my sister-in-law move, and they dropped by with lunch. I heard my fiancé leave with the trash, and not a second later, mother-in-law and sister-in-law started making fun of my kitchen, my taste, my looks, and literally everything. I knew they didn't like me, but I didn't know they hated me this much. My mother-in-law then talked about how she was planning to get A to donate her eggs to us because then her grandchildren would be beautiful and healthy. My parents are fat and diabetic. The way the discussion went, it felt like my mother-in-law and sister-in-law have been discussing this seriously and A is probably not opposed to it. Apparently, she had already donated an egg to a couple that she's friends with. 
I pretended to be asleep and didn't make a sound. When they left, I told my fiance everything. He was shocked but didn't think it was something I should be hurt about because they're talking a load of crap. I told him that I hated his family and I didn't want them in my wedding. He is very hurt and said that this would be a big problem. He cannot exclude his mother and sister. I told him, then let us elope so we don't need to exclude anybody. He didn't answer me. I don't know how this will go, to be honest. Can I have a happy marriage with a man that I love more than anything, but I hate his family? Or is this always going to be a rift in the relationship and may be a source of resentment whether we stayed a part of his family or not? That's sad. This is so sad could you imagine that's where it's like again you don't want to punish the person but like how can you marry into a family that hates you they seem so superficial oh my god it's so sad i know i mean i think that it's possible like obviously people get married and they don't love the person's family and they kind of just tolerate them rather than love them yeah Kind of. It's sad, though, because it's like you can marry into a family that you don't love, but you can tolerate. But I don't know if I could tolerate knowing people like A, hated me and B, thought I was ugly enough that they wanted someone else's like egg. Like they don't want my baby. They want someone else's. I feel like they can't be serious, right? Like maybe they're just being dramatic. But like obviously it's a serious conversation that they're having. It's not like they did this as a joke in front of other people. They did this in private and confidence to each other. I feel like it was more just like a terrible and super cruel and mean joke because like she said ripping on the kitchen yeah like a already donated an egg to a couple so then how did she say it she said the way the discussion went it felt like mother-in-law and sister-in-law have been discussing this seriously and a is probably not opposed to it so you don't know any of that that's just the gist that she gets from overhearing a conversation that lasted 30 seconds so they're probably just making a terrible joke within themselves being like oh well a donated to that couple so she should donate to this one too but they know it's not actually going to happen they just seem like very mean and petty superficial and people that aren't going to be a good friend or family member to you i feel like this is where the fiance needs to talk to his family and tell them like you need to get yourselves in line yeah and then if he does and nothing changes like you need to figure that out then you need to then talk to fiance and be like do you want me in this family where I'm not comfortable? Like, either we need to break this off or you need to be okay with cutting them off. I feel like to an extent. Yeah, like, to he an doesn't extent. necessarily need to cut them off completely. But, yeah, they definitely need to talk about it. And he should talk to the family and be like, by the way, she heard you. And even them knowing that she heard them say it might change their actions. It might give them a wake-up call and be like, oh, shit, like, that was all a joke. Like, we didn't actually mean it. Who knows? Yeah. So So maybe that will cause them to check themselves if they do have any good qualities about them. But if not, and if they like deny it or anything, yeah, I think the husband can go low contact with them if that's what OP would feel comfortable with. But I don't think that she needs to engage with the family. I feel like relationships, all, all relationships are different and people have successful relationships where they do not engage with each other's family. Yeah, it's just like 
it's just gonna be hard yeah it's just gonna be hard that's all yeah well we'll see what happens for them but that's it's so sad that's really sad like if kelly's ever dating someone <laughs> and someone and their family just wants like a tall blonde athletic don't, don't even i know where this is going what were you gonna say i'm not giving you my eggs <laughs> oh i thought you were gonna say you would offer an egg i was like oh, shut the fuck up <laughs> marty i'm scared <laughs> My girlfriend just gave birth to our first child. I know that I'm not the biological father, and I revealed I knew as soon as she gave birth. What, in the delivery room? (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) I found out when she was six months along. The guy, Brian, approached me at my work. He said, are you Sarah's boyfriend? I said, yeah, and asked what he wanted. He said he was sorry that he slept with her, and he swore he didn't know that she was with someone. I don't believe that. He then pulled out his phone to show text between them. They had been sleeping together or linking up for at least a year. Then she found out she was pregnant, and they came to the agreement to just pretend that the baby was mine. In return, she wouldn't lose her perfect life and he wouldn't be responsible for a baby. It's so bad. I knew it was weird. We had been having problems trying for a baby and all of a sudden she got pregnant so easily. But he explained that he had been thinking about it and he recently became a Christian. He said that he couldn't live his life knowing that I was living a lie while his child didn't know their real father. So yeah, I told him I'd keep in touch and to not say that he said anything just yet. I've had a lot of time to think, but ultimately I decided to wait until she gave birth to hurt her in the most vulnerable moment. I'll spare the details, but she went into labor, baby was born and was taken into the NICU to be monitored for a bit. What should have been a beautiful moment of me holding my baby was the most heartbreaking time of my life. Just knowing he was not mine hurt me. Once she was sewn up and comfortable, I started packing up my stuff to leave. She asked where I was going and I just told her, I know I'm not baby's name's father. You can act all shocked, but I know. Just ask Brian to come. I'm positive he'll sign the birth certificate. Then I left. She's been calling my phone over and over, even sending texts as I type this, and has even gotten her sister to call me a few times. It was hard pretending these last few months, but I think I'm satisfied. I feel really, really heartbroken though. I was planning to propose to her on the day that our baby was born. I was going to make her the happiest woman ever. Oh well, I'm going to get shit-faced now. What's with these heartbreaking stories? I feel like I I have yet to to come on this podcast and like not be given a cheating story. (laughs) (laughs) And I think that it's been made clear how I feel about cheaters at this point. Um, this is so sad. No, it's so sad, but from an outsider's perspective, OP, how he pulled this off, I'm like, should we have read this on the revenge episode? Dude, OP played the game. I know. I love OP for this. It's, it's like sad though, because yeah, it's like, yeah, get her where it hurts. But at the same time, it's like, there's a baby involved. Yeah. It's hard too, because it's like, obviously you don't want to punish the baby and the baby doesn't know what's going on while it's in the hospital and yeah. like really the only person being punished right now is the mom and like mm, so to before and if so again cheaters get what they deserve but yeah like, totally it's hard because it's like he now has to walk out of the hospital like knowing that that's his like what he thought was his forever with yeah. his future baby and like I mean, he must have been pretty confident that that's not his kid. Yeah. um, A lot of the comments were saying, obviously, do a DNA test to make sure. But even if it is his kid, he still can be in the baby's life without being involved with the mom. Yeah. Yeah. 
totally that's so sad it's like and then like what kind of asshole is brian too to be like well i'll play it off like it's not mine brian made a mistake but at least he admitted it and he said he would be i don't know i feel like yes brian deciding with this girl that he that like he's the other man that is horrible that's a terrible mistake but at least he came clean about it months before it actually happened. Yeah. The birth actually happened, at least. Yeah. I guess it's not like a Khloe Kardashian, Tristan Thompson thing where he like... Oh, yeah. Came cl- he didn't even come clean about having another kid. Yeah, he, no, he's She done. read it on the internet. If I have to find out from TMZ that my fiance, boyfriend, yeah. lover is cheating on me... Yeah. Mm, you thought I was petty before. <laughs> Baby, wait till you see what you got coming. Yeah, that's... <laughs> Oh, bad. Is there an update? Yeah, so there's a small update because okay. a lot of the comments were saying, make sure you get a DNA test, paternity test, just in case. Yeah. And he said, small update, Brian is going to be in the baby's life if it's his. I don't care what anyone says. I'm sure this kid isn't mine. I'll go get tested, but me and Brian have been in contact since last night, and there isn't a doubt in my mind. For those of you calling me a psychopath or whatever, I don't really care. No. You'll all forget about this post in a day anyway. While all I'll have to live with this shit for the rest of my life. What I did wasn't amazing, but I don't care. All I ever did was treat her amazing, and this is how she pays me back. If you think this is fake, go read something else. It doesn't matter to me. I will never forget your post, OP, and I do not think you're a psychopath. I am on your side. (laughs) It's going to live on. No, the only thing Let her live with her regrets and her her mistakes. The only thing that makes me wonder is, like, how did he lie to her for three months? Because he said, like, months leading up to the birth. He just, like, pretended he didn't know. Yeah, he just acted normal. I mean, think about all of the other revenge stories we read where people acted normal right up until they pulled their yeah, stunt. That's what this is. When you're in a relationship with someone that's in their third trimester of pregnancy, like, the way that you have to be there for them is different than the yeah. way that you're there for your girlfriend when you're dating her for a year and you don't live together and... I don't know. She's honestly a little bit lucky that he he did do this. Yeah, Yeah, because he seems like a good person and he probably was a good partner to her, even though he was lying. He said he was going to make her the happiest girl in the world. Yeah. Oh, she I'm here for you, OP. Yeah. Yeah. You single. (laughs) (laughs) We're here to be the happiest girl in the world. Yeah. I hope he saw like some comments that were at least nice to him. Yeah, totally. The top comment was, I did a sigh of relief when I saw you're not married to this woman take power from that you can move on much easier someone said same good riddance nobody deserves that yeah so there are other people with our good pure thought processes (laughs) yeah totally someone said get a dna test just to be 100 percent sure that the child isn't yours but you did the right thing leaving her make sure you have the text from brian so that she can't twist the narrative And then you need a DNA test so that she can't put you on child support. Yeah. It sounds like Brian is, like, not going to let her get away with this. Like, the fact that Brian even came clean. Like, how they're like, oh, make sure you have the text from Brian. The fact that Brian even came clean, I think that Brian's not going to, like, hide the texts. And I think Brian. He's on our side. Yeah. Brian's the one that, like, handed you the envelope and was like, here's the. uh, Yeah. Totally. Picture me thickest (laughs) views with your ex-wife. Oh, my God. So true, Brian. Yes. 
Okay. Brian Wait, the I feel like we made this reference in the petty episode. <laughs> yeah, and I made it in the last episode, I'm pretty sure, Shit. too. Or no, maybe I didn't. I don't know. Okay. I All referenced right, well, T-Swift too much. We do. Have, yeah. But overall, the whole story, speechless. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. So sad, though. I'm sorry, so sad. Happy. And thank you, Brian. <laughs> yes. Shout out to Brian. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, <laughs> these stories are so crazy. Mother-in-law tried to breastfeed my baby. <laughs> English is not my first language, so I apologize for any mistakes. I, 30 female, went to my mother-in-law's place today with my baby girl, seven months, because next week I'll go back to work and we agreed that she'll keep my baby for three days from Monday until Wednesday. I wanted to show her how a regular afternoon was, like at what time she eats, sleeps, or plays. What? I'm just imagining she's like, at this time I breastfeed and the mother-in-law's like, okay. Oh, yeah. (laughs) She's like, like 2.30? Yeah, not even like doing this in a cynical way like strictly doing this in like a she says we breastfeed yeah and she's like oh you breastfeed say no more i will do what you want (laughs) okay so it was nap time and my baby was crying a little she sometimes does this when she wants to sleep my mother-in-law wouldn't stop making comments like my baby wants to keep playing or she's hungry or she needs her diaper changed i keep explaining that no she's just tired talking to a wall would have been better (laughs) that's funny I say that all the time about people. Because she didn't listen and just did what she wanted. I was mad, but I tried to keep my cool and keep explaining to her. So after one hour of trying and my mother-in-law giving me a headache, my baby fell asleep. She woke up a half hour later, and of course, my mother-in-law was playing with her. She was laughing, and then she told me that one month earlier, when I left my baby with her one afternoon to go clean the house we purchased, she breastfed her. My daughter tried to take the milk for a few minutes until she realized there was nothing. My brain seriously stopped working. It felt so, so gross. For example, my mother-in-law is around 75 years old, and I know that that day my baby didn't want to take her feeding bottle, and she apparently cried for hours before I came while my mother-in-law decided it wasn't an option to call me because I was busy. I wanted to take my daughter and run away. I couldn't speak for a few minutes. My husband, 33, came five minutes later and we went home. I told him what she did and he called her right away, telling her she was crazy. He also told me that she won't babysit our daughter and if needed, he won't work those three days. I don't know what people will think, but I don't feel good at all. Oh my God. That is fucked. Yeah. I Not to say I'm speechless, but like, what do you even say? No. Yeah. Speechless. That's insane. The mother-in-law is out of line. Not even, like, is she psycho? Is she dumb? Is she malicious? Like, I I don't don't even know. I think she probably is (laughs) entitled. And she wants to be the baby's mom, maybe? You think? I mean, her own kids, baby. I don't know. Like, you always hear those stories of, like, the crazy grandma being like, oh, you're my baby. Like, you're my baby. And it's cute if you're just, like, if it's a couple times. But, like, there are crazy grandparents that feel entitled to their children's children. Like, oh, you're my child's child. You're mine. They can make decisions for them. And, like, I mean, I get that. I mean, you're right. There absolutely that exists. And, like, a lot of even, like, aunts and uncles can be like that. When And, like, I get it. Like, you know, like, it's not okay. But, like, I can see how it happens. But does that lead to wanting to breastfeed the baby herself? I think so. I mean, I think that she probably, yeah, she wanted to feel like a mom. And she wanted to feel like she was comforting the baby. And, like, maybe she is just, like, 
(laughs) severely missing something and she thought that this would soothe the baby like maybe she had good intentions I don't think she did I don't know it's just giving like it's giving she has no fucking clue yeah like I don't (laughs) think she did it to hurt anyone right but she just is severely missing something she's missing a lot of things couple brain cells yeah Yeah. I don't know it's it's horrible and I feel so bad for the baby because they get into such like habits you know and like sometimes it can be so hard to teach a baby how to breastfeed and then they did that for seven months and now all of a sudden like something is not working like something that should be positive and comforting for this little baby is not and that can be traumatic I can't even imagine being a mom that like can no longer breastfeed because someone like that up for them yeah I don't think that's I don't think it would be like that severe if it only happened one time I don't know I who knows so. maybe it would I, I mean I hope not like I, I know because moms try so hard to breastfeed I, can't. I know Ugh. it's so sad yeah yeah that's disgusting and I would never leave her alone with the baby again I no. think that the husband could even talk to her about it and be like what the fuck were you thinking yeah I don't know it's almost like the mother-in-law doesn't even think she did anything wrong that's what I mean. Yeah. Like, what is what was her intention if she really truly thinks this is just like an okay thing? Yeah. Like, like I feel like she just dumb? I think so. I think she's just dumb. Um Yikes. side note, do you know that anyone can breastfeed, even men? Wow. Isn't that crazy? D- Did you do know that? Have milked up? I've heard that if you do like the sucking motion, like it's it obviously wouldn't happen because a baby wouldn't do it. But like if a baby sucked on like any nipple for long enough, it would eventually like start doing. Are we milk. sure that's the case in men? I think it is. Wait, I'm gonna look it up because like so many people have a third nipple, mm-hmm. and I can't imagine like it's just like not usually f- like a fully formed nipple. Like no milk is gonna come out of that. This just can't be true. Can a male produce breast milk? Can a person who is male produce breast milk? The short answer is yes, anyone can lactate. All children and teenagers have a small amount of breast tissue. If that tissue is exposed to hormones like estrogen and progesterone during puberty, it develops into a breast capable of making milk. So So I guess if it was, yeah, if it was a man, but... Isn't there estrogen in certain foods, like in soy? Yeah, but like the amount <laughs> I think that you would need is probably like you know what I take care of skin for a living. <laughs> this is not my expertise. <laughs> I don't know. I don't Can know. men breastfeed? The answer is yes. Although rare, there are historical records of men breastfeeding their infants, usually when the mother was unable because of illness or death. Okay, I don't know why I thought that was like such a fact. Like anyone can. Yeah, it's just. No. I guess it's rare but it says how is this possible well a breast is a breast even if it's on a male it's not unusual for human males to secrete milk at birth and at puberty due to surges of hormones hundreds of men who were imprisoned in concentration camps in world war ii after suffering months of starvation began lactating after their recovery male lactation can also be induced by tumors in the pituitary gland and by some pharmaceutical drugs the one thing that ties all these seemingly unrelated factors together is the hormone prolactin Mm -hmm. okay so maybe it has nothing to do with the sucking and it's actually the well I guess you would it would like the baby would still need to suck on the nipple maybe that's what that statement meant yeah I mean maybe you're also thinking from like like the baby has to suck on the mom like the more the baby sucks the more milk like you the more yeah so maybe it only happens if there's prolactin in the male yeah wow we're learning so much okay so this is honestly something I can say I did not learn in my maternity (laughs) 
course in nursing nursing school. school. Yes. I'm going to write a letter to Professor Stern and ask her about it. So the baby does need to suck on the nipple, but that's not the only thing that needs to happen for men to breastfeed. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Wow. That's so interesting. Okay. Good thing. It's not that interesting. You don't think that's interesting? I think that um, I didn't think that most men could produce milk and I still don't think that. So, well, it's not about being a man. It's about the hormone prolactin. So I feel like most men could produce milk if we give them prolactin. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. Your mother-in-law is a fucking crazy person. And so is Kelly. (laughs) I just think that's interesting because if you asked me before I learned this, do men breastfeed or could a man breastfeed? I'd be like, no, that's crazy talk. You just said yes. You would have said yes. Anyone with a nipple can breastfeed. I said before I learned this. Before you learned this right here. No, like what I brought up. The fact oh. that anyone in and theory... And where did can... you learn that? I learned it on a podcast, actually. They were talking about it. Was it a medical podcast? No, but this is not a medical podcast and people just learned from it. So... I want to read a story that we read on our first episode that never hit the air. Aaron and I recorded our first episode a few months ago before the podcast launched, and there were some crazy stories on it, but I just didn't love the episode overall. I felt like other episodes would be better, so it never saw the light of day. But this one story was absurd, so I want to read it again. So I don't know if you remember it. I kind I of remember We've it. We've gone through so many stories. I know. So here's the title. I stepped out on my husband and got pregnant, but the baby is my husband's twin. My sister is now threatening me to tell him. I found intel on her and now she cut me off. Okay, I remember the story, but I don't remember the details. Okay. I need help. I'm losing my mind. Two years ago, my husband and I took a break, just dating at that time, for three months. It was good for our relationship and we didn't really discuss what we did when we ended up getting back together. About six months after that, I started talking to the guy I was sleeping with during our break again. I was sleeping with him and his wife, but at that point, his wife wanted to stop being open and he was doing it secretly. I foolishly gave in one day after an argument with my husband, and that day we slept together twice. Afterwards, I felt so guilty, I blocked him everywhere. I ended up finding out I was pregnant a month later. So are we on the same page so far? Mm-hmm. Okay. So she was hooking up with her ex-lover and his wife as a trio, and then yes. the wife was like, you can't do this anymore, so they did it in secret. Right. So they were both cheating on their spouses. Okay. I had no idea who the father was, and I was sick my whole pregnancy with guilt, making me physically ill. I had an IUD, and when I messed up, I get pregnant? I was convinced it was the other man's. I wanted to confess to my husband the entire pregnancy, but I was too scared. I ended up breaking down to my sister one day, thinking that she'd console me, but she told me I'm disgusting and I need to leave him. She apologized afterwards, but still kept telling me to. I told her I'd tell him after I gave birth, since prenatal tests are dangerous. Our son was born, and it was like a switch. He is my husband's twin. Copy and paste, literally. He has his entire face, and there's no way that he's not the father. From the ears to the one dimple to the face. Plus, my husband is mixed race, and the guy I slept with was white like me, and the baby is olive-toned like my husband. His birth was like the opposite of postpartum depression. Knowing he was my husband's was the best. The idea of even staring at another man now disgusts me. I will never make that mistake again. 
I thought my sister would leave me alone since everyone can see he's his dad's twin, but she's not. She's telling me that you never know and to still tell him. I told her to mind her own business. At this point, we started fighting constantly. I regretted telling her that moment of weakness. I was sick of her threatening to tell him, so I decided to find something about her to hold over her head too. After weeks of doing research and trying to find something, I found out that her fiance, who I never liked, did time in prison for assault and that he's a felon. My sister works at a nonprofit to help people in domestic abuse situations. How ironic that my sister is dating an abusive person. I told my sister that it's crazy how she works for this nonprofit and is also dating an abuser and how her boss would feel if she found out. My sister started crying, saying that I'm a bitch, and I told her it's her fault for threatening me. I told her to leave me and my family alone. We haven't spoken in months, and our family is very upset and wants us to rekindle. I've been feeling guilty and want to if she will stop threatening me. How should I go about this? Wow. I feel like the sister's a bitch. Like, stay in your lane. <laughs> Which I'm, sister? The not okay. Like, the sister who's been saying, tell your husband, tell your husband, or I'm going to tell him. I think She's like, a bitch? I mean, I think that if the baby came out and they know it's clearly the dad's. They I mean, don't know that, though. I'm not saying, like, she shouldn't tell her husband that she cheated because, like, you know how I feel about cheaters. But, like, it's also not really your business to be like, tell him or I'm telling him. Like, stay in your lane, girl. Okay. I mean... Maybe that's just something she said. Like, but you don't know. Clearly, yeah. she's like threatening it. Yeah, I guess. But like, just because the baby resembles your husband, does that mean it's one hundred percent his? No, I mean, I still think she should get a DNA test. But like, regardless of what's going on in her marriage with her baby, like the sister does kind of need to stay in her lane. Like, okay. this is your sister. It's not like. It's not like he's your brother or he's your best friend and, like, he's the person in your life. Like, he's only in your life because she's in your life. Like, you should be on her side. And, like, although, yes, she should tell him that she cheated on him. Like, the the truth should come to light. Like, you need to talk to her about this and not, like, you're going to tell him or I'm going to tell him. Yeah, that's true. Don't get threatening. Like, mind your own beeswax. Okay. I agree that she shouldn't just be threatening and she shouldn't be like coming at the sister, but it's like one of those things where should you be on your sister's side even when she's wrong? Like, should you be on the side of the person you love when you know they're wrong? No, I don't think she should be on either side. Like, I think she should maybe like do this in a better way. Talk to the sister about getting the truth to the husband. Like, I think the threatening thing is like absurd. Yeah, no, it totally is. But you could argue that she's on the baby's side because doesn't the baby, her nephew, who her nephew should be able to know who his father is, right? Yeah. I mean, I think she could, like, she should be fighting for a paternity test, not fighting to tell the dad. Like, I think she could be doing things a lot better than she's doing things. I guess that's true. But what if if she got the paternity test and then the husband is the father? Is she just going to be like, okay, well, you cheated and you got away with it? Like, you know how much you hate yeah, cheaters. Yeah, no, I know. I think that the husband still needs to know that he cheated, but, like... Yeah. Yeah, so I feel like we agree that the husband has the right to know that yeah, he got cheated on. For sure. But OP is I, refusing to tell the husband. Yeah. So should no one just ever tell the right. husband if OP doesn't? No, I think someone... Yeah, you're right. It's a hard situation because it's, like, I definitely think the husband needs to know and OP needs to tell the husband. I just think that the sister's a little bit out of line, like, saying... Like, yeah. threatening that I'm going to... Like, saying you're lying, like, a little bit like let's go about this better way like you gotta okay figure it out I don't so know. let's say for argument's sake that 
the sister came to her senses and stopped threatening her sister, OP, and instead just encouraged OP to tell him the truth over months and months, regardless of if he's the dad or not. And OP continues to refuse. At that point, what happens? Yeah, I guess eventually she would have to tell him. Yeah, I agree that threatening is not right, but it's like, it is her brother-in-law. Like, does she owe nothing to her brother-in-law just because she owes something to her sister? Yeah. Like, I would argue no. I think that she does owe him that because he deserves honesty. And if she loves him as a brother-in-law, maybe she could be the one to deliver the honesty to him. (sighs) Yeah, that's true. It's so hard. But I also think, like, like, where does OP get off? Like, well, I'm just going to dig up some dirt and start threatening back. Like, come on, ladies. I know. We're sisters. And the fact that what, like, really throws me for a loop is, like, okay, the sister works at a nonprofit that helps people in domestic abuse situations. That's amazing. The person that she's dating or engaged to had a past that involved that. I guess that's ironic. But then OP's like, how would your boss feel about that? You think her boss is going to be mad? No, her boss is only going to want to help her more. Yeah, I think (laughs) she's definitely not in the right, like, mindset. Like, she's probably, she's just reaching. She's reaching for anything she can threaten her with. Yeah, because she's like, how would your boss feel? I'm sure her boss would feel deeply empathetic for the sister. And the boss would would feel sad. Yeah, and she would do everything in her power to help the sister. And then once it was clear that the sister is either in a safe relationship or not, they would act accordingly. I'm like, that doesn't even, like, you're so off. She's on what would happen. Yeah, she's definitely reaching for yeah. something. Like she's, you think the boss whose life is dedicated to helping domestic abuse victims would be like, you're dating an abuser? You're fired. Like, you know, that's the opposite of what this nonprofit does. Yeah. <laughs> just like, I'm like, oh, did God, you think that through? Okay. And then like, now they're like not talking and the family's yeah. like, oh, fix it. Like, oh. yeah. I think that OP made a horrible mistake and she thinks that just because the baby looks like her husband all of it's gone like all of it's in the past it doesn't matter anymore but it's like it does matter right and maybe she can be honest with her husband if her husband wants to forgive her and move on I'm sure some weenies forgive people for being cheated (laughs) on yeah no I don't want to call him a weenie no 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 I'm not saying he's a weenie I'm saying some people are yeah okay If the husband wants to forgive OP, though, like, that's his decision, but he needs and he deserves the honesty about the situation. So I think OP is also out of line, though. Mm -hmm. She needs to get a grip and realize that just because her baby looks like her husband, it's not necessarily her husband's. Yeah. And even if it is her husband's, that doesn't mean that she didn't make a horrible mistake. Right. She did. She definitely effed up. I wonder um, if my reaction is the same from the last time I heard the story. I would love to know. I forgot. I think the footage is gone, sadly, so we can't compare. Yeah. Well, okay, pull yourself together. I know. Get yourself in line. Yeah. And then we'll worry about what the sister's, like, threatening issues are. (laughs) Yeah, I think OP overall is... She can do some self-reflection as well because as soon as her sister is like, you should be honest with your husband about mistakes. She's like, well, you have dirt too. What do the comments say? Top comment. This didn't get a lot of traction, so the top comment only has like 18 hearts. But top comment, you're a piece of cheating trash. Tell your husband that he can decide if he wants to stay with you. 
Which yeah. I agree with. That's our normal response. So we're here for that. Heart yeah. that. <laughs> OP says, I don't want to tell my husband. I just want my sister and I's relationship to go back to normal. I feel bad for threatening her, but she doesn't see how she was wrong for threatening me. Our family wants us to have an intervention, and I want one too, but I'm scared about how to go about it. That got negative five. OP <laughs> definitely needs an intervention. She needs sure. someone to like slap her across the face <laughs> yeah. and be like, girly, are you good? Yeah, yeah she, yeah. I Oof. don't want to tell my husband. Yeah, well, I'm sure your husband doesn't want to be in a marriage with someone that cheats on him. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. Maybe sister does need to step in and uh, start threatening. Jeez. Yeah. I don't want to tell my husband. Well, there's a lot of things we don't want to do. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to tell him? Well, if you don't want to tell him, maybe you shouldn't have done it. Maybe you shouldn't want to be with someone that you want to cheat on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> OP. Get it together. Yeah. I think she's the problem. Yeah. It's me. Hi. Hope he's, he's the, the problem. problem. It's her. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many good ones. I'm like, which one do we do next? Here, this one will have your jaw on the floor, or at least it did mine. Ooh. My friend is planning to cheat on his future partner to see if he feels guilt over cheating. I, like, already am swayed over this story because this happened to me. What? Yeah. Wait, who? In high school. Wait, which person? I was dating someone for a long time oh, in high school. Oh, my God. Shut the fuck up. And that this person, like, had these, like, family friends who oh they God, would, like, I remember this. go on the same vacation with every year. And they had a daughter who was, I guess, around our age. I don't know if she was older Stop. or younger. And he, like, told all of my friends that, like, if he went on this vacation and he didn't feel attracted to the girl, then he would know he was in love with me. And we were together for, like, years. Oh, my God. And then if he went on this vacation and he was attracted to her, then he would know he wasn't in love with me. And I remember being like, if you have to be tested, it's a hard no. Oh, my God. And then it happened? He cheated on you? He didn't cheat on me at that time. Um, Yeah. Obviously, like, everything came to light before this vacation happened because all my friends knew. Right. Because what kind of idiot tells all my friends? No, that's that guy was on Well, that was level. a different, that was yeah. a, a whole different story. But regardless, just the situation. It yeah. did not happen then um, because we called him out and we were like, what the actual F? Yeah. Um, I was it's, cheated on down the road. <laughs> it's so sad that when you're in high school, like, like obviously if that happened to you now, you'd be like, bye. Like, yeah. Never talk to this person again. But in high school, you like think that that's what is normal or like you think that's what you deserve. So yeah. then you just well, stay with him. That wasn't oh. the only problem in that. No, I know. But I'm just like, I don't know. That's just there was if an, that was the only problem in a relationship now, yeah. you'd be like, goodbye. Yeah. But like. In high school, it's, like, so hard to stand up for well, yourself. the saddest part is that that was, like, the least of the problems yeah. in relationship. You could write a book about that one. I could write a book. But anyway, so this situation has happened yeah. to me. So okay, so we'll see how My jaw might not be on the floor. <laughs> True. Okay. All right. So, my friend is planning to cheat on his future partner to see if he feels guilt over cheating. My friend, 18 male, has recently announced to our friend group that he is planning on entering a relationship with a coworker, 18 female, and he plans to cheat as soon as possible. The only reason he wants to do this experiment is to see if he can feel guilt over cheating. He's been acting on this plan for months to form a deep connection with her beforehand to deepen the blow. Doing so, he discovered her current mental instability. We expressed how we didn't support him and asked him what will happen when she finds out. He doesn't care if he gets caught or any of the consequences that may happen to his mentally unstable coworker. 
if he does get caught. I asked him about the situation again to see if he changed his mind about it, and he said he is going to commit to the plan. Regardless, he does admit what he is doing is wrong, but he still wants to do it. In general, it's just this whole situation is uncomfortable and gives me a shitty feeling. It was only made worse when he started making jokes about her mental health. I don't know what to do, and I am unsure how to go about this situation. Oh my gosh, okay. I mean, he seems, I don't want to say worse than, he's worse than just someone who cheats. Yeah, because he like fully is in the mindset of like, I am the screw up and I am going to do this. And it's like not about her. Like he doesn't even love her. He is, he just picked this random girl just to manipulate her and use yeah, her I to was, do a test for himself. Manipulation is the word I was going to use too. Yeah. Like he has all kinds of manipulative, like he is just some sort of sociopath. Like, this is just his world. We are just living in it. Yeah. I think he needs to see a therapist or a doctor. I kind of feel like this is about my ex. (laughs) It just might be. Um, Yeah, because these kind of people, they... no words for these kind of people. No, like, truly. speechless. Be- speechless because, like, we we read this story, but then we also have encountered these people in our real lives. And it's just, yeah. like, everyone's when every one of them is the same. Mm-hmm. And they don't even deserve our words. No. It's sad because, like, OP is just trying to help. So yeah, I feel bad That's who deserves our words. OP deserves our words, and I feel bad. But, like, OP, don't waste your time and energy because if this does negatively impact you in the sense that, like, you now feel bad and it stresses you out a little bit, bit like I'm sorry no I think this is something that I would get involved in though because like if something I don't know like she has really terrible mental health problems like Mm -hmm. she doesn't deserve I mean nobody deserves to be treated this way but if you know that about someone and then you're like well it's none of my business and then something terrible happened to her you'd be like oh well could I have done or maybe you wouldn't think that but like you could possibly think like oh what if I did something to stop him or whatever I think I would well if this was my friend I would not want to be friends with anyone that is like this so I would immediately unfriend them and cut them out of (laughs) my life yeah and then I would do what I could to contact the coworker, Mm -hmm. especially as a woman and that's true and it's another woman an 18 year old girl like I think that her safety and happiness is so important and I would want someone to do it for me so I would do anything I could to contact her and you're gonna have to say it really lightly like you can't just come out and be like oh by the way this person has been manipulating you for months and they're totally lying to you like you would definitely need to go about it in a safe way like maybe Mm. even by contacting her friends or her family if she has a good support system like you'd have to do a lot of digging but like Mm -hmm. I just think that people deserve like other people looking out for them yeah so I think that telling the girl somehow is what she deserves. It's so hard, though. It's so hard. Like, I am so sensitive to a situation like this from so many angles. Like, about, like, the mental health thing. About, like, the girls looking out for girls thing. About the, like, Mm -hmm. also just the manipulator person. Like, there's so many factors in this scenario that I am, like, so sensitive to. Yeah. That, like, I can't (laughs) even fathom how I would act in this situation. I know. 
know. Because it's like, I, like I don't, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, That's speechless. So hard. I yeah. know. There's a slight update. Update. My friend found the post before I took action, and he read all of your comments. He texted me in the morning asking about it, and I confirmed that it was about him. He told me that the post, the comments, and our friend group discouraging him made him regret his plans and anything he has done with her to help further it. The only problem is that although he doesn't want to do the experiment, he still wants to be with her for a short time, specifically for sex. I told him there's no point in hanging around with her anymore and to disconnect himself from her. He resisted the idea, but eventually agreed to it and asked to stay in our friend group. We as a group refused and decided to cut him off. Blow out the speaker. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> like, Woo-woo! <laughs> we told his coworker about the situation and advised her to tell HR and move on from him. We also told her that if she needed evidence against him, to contact us and welcomed her into our group if she wanted to join us. Mm. Thank you all for your advice and for your comments that changed my ex-friend's mind. If there's anything I should consider moving on, please tell me. Wow. I did not read that update before reading the story. There's some good people involved out there. Reddit just, like, actually saved potentially someone's life yeah. and saved them a lot of heartache. Yeah. Oh, my oh, God. Wow. My heart is full on that one. Wow, that kind That's of had just, a wholesome ending. Yeah, it really did. And, like, ugh. God, just like the fact that they're like, oh, she can be in our friend group because people like that are cut off from their friends and like do need a support system. I mean, it doesn't sound like they were together that long, but like, yeah, you know, I've been there. I've been told like it's me or your friends. And like maybe she felt like cut off from her friends, like being with a manipulative person. Like yeah, if he was knows? acting like this, we don't know what was going on behind closed yeah. doors. Just saying. Yeah. And like, I'm glad that they reached out to her and they yeah. were like, hi, we're here for you. Yeah. Wow, they're good people. And I love that he was like, oh, I realized that I did something wrong and like I still want to do this other thing that's wrong and then they convinced him to not even do that which is amazing like at least his mind can be changed but Mm -hmm. then the fact that he was like I still want to be friends with you and they were like no you're done like you are a crazy person yeah Yeah. like oh good good for his friends oh my god I'm so proud of the friend group I hope that I would be that um just willing to help someone else I think that you would be like our friend group is very much like yeah. that. When someone yeah acts out, we know, keep people in line. We know what to do. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Am I the asshole for threatening to tell my husband's sister and her husband about the tracking device he put in her car? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? So the question is: Am I an asshole for threatening my husband and telling him that? I'm going to tell your sister and her husband about the tracker you put on her car. Okay. Very recently, I found out that my husband had installed a tracking device in his sister's car. He's a mechanic. While he was fixing it for her, I confronted him and he refused to tell me what was going on or expand on the situation. His sister and I are close. I threatened him to tell her and her husband, but he lashed out saying that this has nothing to do with me and that I was out of line to get myself involved. He told me it's complicated, that he can't say anything to me now, and that I should keep my nose out of it. We had an argument, and he started avoiding me, saying there's going to be an issue if I go through with my threat. Am I the asshole for threatening to tell her? Should I back off? More context. I found out about the tracking device when I heard him talking on the phone. 
He said his mom was on the phone and she knew about it, but I doubt it because she's close with my sister-in-law. And also, when he was talking about it on the phone, it didn't sound like he was talking to his mom. His tone was way more formal than usual. (laughs) Hmm. Suspicious. Immediately, my thought, like, with the title in the beginning of the story is, like, you're not the asshole. Tell them, tell them, tell them, because this is effing weird. Mm -hmm. But, like, because I'm a spiraler, maybe there's a private investigation going on. Maybe the FBI came to him. Maybe they're, you know what? Mm -hmm. There's all kinds of conspiracies that could be going on. And, like, stay in your lane, girly. You don't want to mess up any investigations. But also, sure. It's possible that there's an investigation going on. It's also possible that her husband is a psychopath and he's tracking his wife as well. And he's so like he snapped back at her and he was so defensive and mad about it because she's onto him and is finding out all these secrets about him. And who knows what he's doing with this information? Is it to help her? Is it to hurt her? Who knows? It's also possible that the sister is cheating on the husband and the husband asked him to put the tracker on the car so that he could track the wife slash sister. So true. It's also possible (laughs) that someone came to them and was like, your sister and brother-in-law are like doing these crimes and we need to keep tabs on them. And he literally can't tell his wife because it's like an active thing going on. That's why he's like, I can't tell you now. I'll tell you later. Like, bear with me. He didn't say he would tell her later, though. Well, he said, like, I can't explain it to you right now. Well, he only said this has nothing to do with OP and that she was out of line. It's complicated and he can't say anything about it now. And I need to keep my nose out of it. Okay. I think, though, that... It sounds complicated. Yeah. Even if it is complicated, like, if he has good intentions, it's like, okay, there's an investigation. Oh, he can't tell his wife or he can't tell anyone now because investigators told him not to. Like, let's say that's actually the case. Now there's a new person involved. So he didn't tell his wife. He did everything the investigators told him to. There's just one more piece of the puzzle now. And that is the fact that his wife knows. Investigators have dealt with this before. Like they know that there's a chance that when investigations happen, other people are going to find out and they know how to handle it. So like, why couldn't the husband? No, I don't agree with you. I think that if I worked for Area 51 and you heard a little snippet of something that goes on in my everyday job Mm -hmm. and the investigators know that there is now like a little inkling of something that you know, they're not going to be like, you know what? She's involved now. We tell her. What if you were going to go tell all the aliens in Area 51 that you know what's up and that somebody's been watching them? So you think the FBI wouldn't try to stop you from doing that? And how are they going to try to stop you from doing that? They're going to tell you what you They're going to put a tracker on your car. No, that wouldn't even make sense. (laughs) That would not make sense at all. If you were completely oblivious to a situation that required confidentiality and you knew this like piece of information and you were like, well, I'm going to go tell her this. And the FBI, their whole investigation is rooted in the confidentiality and that the person doesn't know that they're being tracked. They would stop you and they would have to explain to you in some way or they would say, don't say anything or like, no, they would they would have to stop you if it was. OK, but like what if you heard me talking about aliens on the phone and you were like, holy shit, I now know that she works for aliens. OK. And you're like, Aaron, you're going to tell me what's going on with the aliens or I'm going to tweet that I know that there's actually aliens at Area 51. OK. I'm going to be like, please don't do that. You don't understand. Like, I can't tell you. I can't tell you what's going on. Please just don't do that. It's none of your business. I'm begging you. I can't explain it now, but don't 
do it. That's one thing. And now you take to Reddit and you're like, am I the asshole for wanting to tell everyone that there's actually aliens at Area 51? Okay. No, I agree with you. She's not necessarily an asshole, but her husband said, there's going to be an issue if you go through with your threat. So her husband's now threatening her. And it's not like the husband is like giving her, like if you worked for Area 51, you would have a level of confidentiality that is given to you by the government. Yeah, You take an oath to the government that you won't tell. If you're married to someone that took that oath, you need to understand that. She didn't do that. Her husband is just telling... I think she would clarify her husband's a mechanic (laughs) who was working on his sister's car. I think that she knows that he did not take an oath to the government to keep this level of confidentiality. So I think that he needs to not threaten her and he needs to be like, look, something is going on behind the scenes. It's only going to help her or help someone. Nobody's in danger. I will tell you on this date or like when these three things happen just for now let it be and I'll tell you everything that I can tell you and even if that's all he could tell her like he could explain it to her the fact that he's threatening her back I mean maybe maybe that is the case and he just has horrible communication skills regardless it seems shady if you don't agree with my theory let me just throw a little wrench in your theory okay if you think that he's like crazy and he's tracking them and also could be tracking her why in the world would he be on the phone in a professional tone like the tracker is on the car? Who doesn't? He's not telling anyone. Else I that. don't necessarily believe that he is stalking everyone. Like maybe he's just cra- like I don't. Necess- but who would he be on the phone with telling that? There's a reason that tracker is on the car, and he needed to report it to someone. Let me think. <laughs> There's a million reasons why. Right, maybe but it's not, not just him. But maybe he wasn't reporting it. Like, maybe he was like, I want to spy on my sister for any reason. Maybe it's just for his own personal pleasure. He's just curious about her. Even if that's it, he could still be on the phone with anyone. He could but be why, on the why phone. why would he tell anyone and not his own wife? He could, because his wife would be like, why the fuck are you stalking your sister? Right, but he's telling someone. Who the heck is he telling? He could be telling anyone. He literally could be telling the person that he, like, in this situation, we have no evidence or no information. Like, he could literally be on the phone with the person that sold him the tracking device. And they said, hey hey, bro, is it working? And he said, yeah, dude, it's on her car. Thank you. Like, that could be the conversation. It could be. It's probably not, but it could be. Right, it's probably not. We have no information. It's probably not. I think the fact that she, I mean, she's got, I think that, like, maybe she went a little bit rogue in the situation. Like, I'm going to tell them if you don't tell me what's going on. Like, I think maybe she needs to, like, take a breather and be like, okay, I heard you on the phone. I know you put a tracking device on the car. Like, I won't interfere if you can please just tell me what's going on. Because there's a reason he called someone on the phone to say, like, the tracker is on the car. Okay. He's not just doing this for himself. There is a reason for that. And she needs to take a breather and realize that before she tells them. But what if it's a nefarious reason? Like, sure, yeah, he's doing it for a reason. Maybe he's doing it to fuck with somebody or to hurt somebody. Then she needs to know. And she needs to get, like, hightail it out of there. Who needs to know? OP? Yeah. Yeah, but he's not telling her. Well, he needs... Well, then, like, let's see. Like, they're married. Obviously, they've been married for a little while if he's that close with... Or she's that close with her sister. So, like, see how he acts. See if he, like, you know, is weird and you can tell he's lying. Like question him like in a calm like calm and understanding manner okay i agree with the open communication or asking for honesty but i just think that there's a chance that she's not going to get it and if he continues to lie to her and hide things from her like let's say he is lying who knows 
With the information that she has right now, though, her question is, is she the asshole for not telling her sister? With the information that she has, I feel like she is... I, I don't understand. So, for not so, telling the sister? Okay, so we've been going on tangents about all the possibilities that could could be true. She's saying, should this she is tell the, the imper- sister? This is what OP has asked. Am I the asshole for threatening to tell my sister-in-law and her husband that my husband put a tracking device on her car? I and think all that he with kn- all- this information... Okay. She is the asshole. Okay. I think that you shouldn't mess with something that you know nothing about. Wait, so... She's saying, am I an asshole for threatening to tell them? Yes. You... This is not your business. You need a little more information before you threaten to tell someone. Okay. I don't necessarily think she's an asshole. She was voted asshole, but I... Because everyone thinks like me. But not for the reason you said. Great minds think alike. Not for the reason you said. Okay. Top comment. Not the asshole, but I worry your husband also tracks you. This is very alarming behavior, and I wonder what he might be hiding from you if he's doing it to his sister. Someone else said this right here. If he's tracking her, he's tracking you. That's not necessarily true. But okay. Dollars to Donuts sister's husband asked OP's husband to put the tracker dollars to donuts. I'm going to guess that's a phrase that means I bet. (laughs) I bet the sister's husband asked OP's husband to put the tracker on her car because he thinks she's cheating. (laughs) Why did we not? I said that. Oh. I literally said that as one of my theories. We were at aliens. We were at investigate. Well, is that what you meant? No, no. The aliens was the scenario. Okay. Okay. That was like a metaphor (laughs) for what's going on. But the no, I said he, he they could be investigating if someone's cheating. They said someone asked yeah. them to put it on the car. Okay. True. This person says, regardless, it's wrong and disgusting. Tell her immediately and begin to rethink this marriage, not the asshole. Someone else said, you are not the asshole. Tell her it's probably illegal. And if you know and don't say anything, you might also get into trouble if it comes out. Eh. I don't know if that's true. They said check legal laws on that. I think that's I think that's a stretch. Yeah. Tell her this isn't complicated. This is illegal and disgusting. So most people are saying you're not the asshole for threatening your husband. You're the asshole for not telling her. Like they're Mm. like, you should have already told her. I get it, but I just think that these people are jumping to conclusions. Like, I feel like there's a little bit more. Like, I just am a conspiracy theorist, and I really just think that there's a little bit more involved. And, like, if someone in that relationship asked him to put the tracker on the car because someone's probably cheating, which which probably would be the most likely scenario. Yeah, totally. If someone asked, like, then maybe she needs to know that, and she should not tell them. Because here we are talking about cheaters again, and the truth needs to come to light. Okay. So considering that, one of the other top comments is placing unknown tracking devices is illegal in much of the United States and can carry considerable criminal penalties. So let's consider that what the husband is doing is illegal. Yes, the wife, whoever is cheating, whatever, the other person deserves to know the truth, but... Even our judicial system has laws against what evidence you're allowed to use in a court of law. So even so if he had thing, to now, it might be done legally. If that car, so say that, say the girl thinks the husband's cheating. If the name, if that car is in the girl's name and she asked him to put a tracker on her car, that's not illegal. If he takes her car and drives it around to go cheat, he's she's not tracking him. She's mm, she tracking is. her. She's tracking her car. She wants to know where her car is going. Okay, I could. I don't think be... it's illegal to put a tracking device on your own car. If I put a tracking device on my truck and someone else takes my truck, what's illegal? 
illegal about that. Okay. It could be. Um, I think that like it could be argued that that's true. It could. Yeah. yeah it could definitely be argued that nothing so, is illegal here. I think it also could be argued by a good lawyer that or not even a good by lawyer. Us. By me. <laughs> by Stop the Internet yeah. Podcast. <laughs> that when you are married to someone and you share vehicles, even if it's in your name, there is a reasonable expectation that the car is ours because we live together we share yeah. the car even though it's legally like even though i own it it's kind of the same thing as like let's say i bought a house and then my husband moved in with me i still technically own the entire house but my husband lives there so if i bugged the entire house without his consent or i was filming him without his consent there's a reasonable expectation of privacy in your own home so that would be illegal for me to do even though he doesn't own the home i think it could be argued that there's a reasonable expectation that we share the assets the car is ours so yeah, sure you I could track this your would own just have to go in front of a jury and see yeah. how many people agree but what way. i'm saying is let's just say that it was illegal what he did now should the other person know like should they if she if like op now knows 100 million percent that something illegal is going on then sure step in yeah because i think that like yes the person deserves to know if their partner is cheating on them but do you deserve to be the victim of a broken law no not be the victim do you deserve to get that information by breaking the law yeah and it's like no you probably shouldn't break the law yes yeah see, i think like i don't 100 percent see exactly if the law is being broken or not i'm gonna read the law according to the law of pennsylvania if someone wants to use a gps tracker they should have a receipt of a written form from an investigator or law enforcement agency it is an offense to install hide or place a gps tracking device onto someone else's vehicle without their consent so yeah i feel like if they're married just because like one person owns the car it's like your intent and intent is important when it comes to law your intent was to track your husband right but <laughs> but or your wife whatever. what you the law just said without their consent right if i took my car to get worked on and i consented for you to put it on there uh, you're not breaking the law there's no laws being broken no no no. that's what i'm saying it's like if the husband let's say the husband asked op's husband to put it on his sister's car like to see if his wife is cheating the wife someone if if they're trying to find information and put it on the car someone doesn't know about it this is a married couple that shares a vehicle one of them doesn't know about it okay i'm sorry we're, we're going so far the reason that i'm bringing law into it is just because i'm wondering like does the person deserve to break the law to figure out if the person is cheating okay. i think no but okay, I, okay. Think, I think what it comes down to is like she doesn't have enough information to overstep her boundaries to tell them something that's not really her business. Yes, regardless of the situation, if a law is being broken, sure, tell them. If you don't know if a law is being broken, you don't know the circumstances, you don't know what's going on, try to find out a little more before you step out of your lane. That's all I think. I think okay. like she really doesn't know the situation and it could be much more complicated than yeah. anyone realizes. So I don't think like I think that she's being a little bit of an asshole for like overstepping her boundaries she doesn't know okay no one knows what's going on the main vote was it's weird because the main vote is asshole but most of the top comments are saying not the asshole mm -hmm. so i think they're saying asshole because you didn't already tell okay. the woman or the sister-in-law i think so, none of these people are thinking yeah. that there's a lot more that could be going on than just you're not telling someone something yeah 
I think that she's not the asshole either way because it's like, yeah, I guess threatening your husband to like tell a secret, like, yeah, threatening someone is not good, but it's not like she's threatening his safety or like his life. Like he's almost threatening her by saying, oh, we're going to have an issue if you tell. It's like, that's weird. The whole thing is a little bit dramatic. I think, yeah, you're right. Like not an asshole either way. I think just like, yeah, like I'm not trying to sound like a crazy person, but I stand by like, you just don't know enough. Like, you need to find out a little bit more about what's going on before you jump down, like, a well Mm -hmm. of what you don't understand. I would get my car checked. And if there was a tracker on my car, I would immediately tell the sister-in-law. Yes. But I feel like before she does anything, she should try to figure out what her husband is up to. Yeah. Not by threatening him, though. By doing sleuthing and see if he's breaking the law. Yes. We don't threaten. We snoop. Okay, we went down a rabbit hole in that one. But I think all the things we mentioned are important. Yeah. It's like, is it illegal? I think, yes, it would be illegal because the person doesn't know. So it's like, he's doing something illegal. Even if he's trying to help someone by doing that illegal thing, he's doing something wrong. So I feel like I don't know. That's a problem. There's a lot that we don't understand. Totally. Okay, moving on. Okay. This one might be quick. I don't know if it's bad that I'm laughing at this, but this is the title. Fiance has me saved as dumb bitch in his phone. I just want to be like, BFFR, girly, be fucking for real. What? If I saw that my fiance had me saved as dumb bitch. You would not be my fiance. No, I can tell you that. I can tell you that. Okay. She says... Well, that pretty much sums it up. My 24 female fiance, 26 male, has my contact name as dumb bitch. A little background. We have a two month old daughter together. And after a recent fight, I found out that he had been talking to other women on Tinder. Strike two. Although the dumb bitch in itself is enough to. That's that's more than three strikes. One, two and three, but we'll give him one. Okay. There's strike two. I sat on it for a couple of days and tried to not let it bother me, but of course it did. BFFR. BFFR. We just moved into a new place together. Our families have been fighting. We have been fighting. So life life overall has been pretty crazy. I thought maybe it was just a lapse in judgment and tried not to address it with him, but I did. He then laid all the blame on me and jumped on me for going through his phone. Strike 57. Shouldn't have I known. He followed all of that up by saying he hasn't loved me since I got pregnant and that I am grotesque to him now. Strike 2,783. <laughs> I'm at a loss at this point. Any advice on where I should go from here? Baby, out Walk the door. Walk away. Walk out the away. door. Where should you go from here? You should go to your your, your parents next house. home. Yes, your friend's house. Go do anything you can yeah. so that this is not your home anymore. Oh, no, no. Oh. She said, I have a job, but we sold our second vehicle. I can't live with anyone in my family, and I can't afford to get my own place. Okay, here's what you do. You accept that you're not in a relationship with this man. You continue to do everything you can to give your daughter the best possible life. Keep your daughter safe. I would just, just, if she seriously has nowhere else to go, like if she left this house, she would be on the street. You either need to go to a shelter that can help you because there's organizations that do just that. They protect women and help them restart their life. If it's not that serious and you still have a good job and And you you feel feel safe. safe. Yeah. Or if you are safe living there, you know, he's not going to like maybe he will yell at you, call you names, but he's not going to physically hurt you in the next like few months. You need to make new bank accounts. If you share them with him, you need to do everything you can to be able to get out of this place. He's horrible. Yeah. Get out of there. And I feel like it almost sounds like like you one 
in a different mindset could argue that we're being a little bit dramatic. Yeah. One could argue yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's but true. But these are all red flags. Oh, my God. These, yes. Like, just the, the dumb bitch thing. Like, that in itself is, like, a little bit crazy. Oh, yeah. Like, it's funny. It's like, like oh, you're... It's like, funny. Like, oh, she's a dumb bitch. It's just so ridiculous. It's, it's funny. It's so pathetic that you could, quote, unquote, love, be with, like, someone that you actually think of that. That's just, like, a minuscule example of probably how he truly thinks is what how I see it but yeah. it's also like we've been in effed up situations so like that's why we read into this oh, more yeah. than the average no. person and like everything down the line for him to say like didn't even love you you're grotesque walk the f away that is yeah. fricked 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 it's it's more than fricked yeah okay I guess yeah it can be argued that we are being too dramatic but it's like should we ever just assume that we're safe when someone's no. telling us these things no no and like even if safety even if safety is not an issue like you said like we're like get the heck out of there like okay so maybe she is safe he's just a shitty person he's, yeah. he's not gonna hurt her but he just doesn't like her and he's okay. just there for you know shits yeah. and giggles he is not the one so take your time and get the f out of there yes totally like this totally. is the whole situation even if it's not dangerous it's fricked it's so and it is fricked. not good for you yes totally i just think that like the dumb bitch thing in your phone it's like if that was the only thing I'd be done. Yeah, if that was the only thing and there wasn't, like, a true, like, I'm sorry, I did it, I was mad, I'm going to change it back, like, Mm -hmm. no. If that is the only thing, like, no, but it's, like, this is where it's, like, some people don't think it's that big of a deal and we're being dramatic, but, like, we've been with crazy people, so we know that that is just, like, the example of, like, how much worse it really, people really think. Totally, totally, because it's, like... Yeah, people, you can call me a dumb bitch, like, whatever. I call Kelly that all the time, actually. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't think the, the name-calling itself is, like, horrible in certain settings. Yeah. But, like, all this on top of each other? Yeah, this... It's like, it's not, clearly not, not a joke. He's just not the one. No, not the and one at all. yeah, you gotta, you gotta go. You <laughs> yeah, gotta go. you gotta go. I guess I just don't even want to say sorry for being dramatic, though, because it's when people think that they're being dramatic that they become complacent. And they think that the situations that they're in are normal because they're like, no, I'm just being dramatic. No, you're gaslighting yourself. Exactly. This is not normal. This is gaslighting. Yeah. You are not going to read through this. Yeah. And I think that if she's just trying to like convince herself that this is okay, like it's not, it's not, it's not. Come live with us. Yeah. Bring your baby. Sleep on the couch in the studio. (laughs) We'll hold your baby. Yeah. Wait, I got so excited. I was like, yeah, come live with us. (laughs) Billy's nice. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, lesson for everyone: don't gaslight yourself. If you and feel don't that you're someone that thinks you're a dumb bitch. Yeah. If you feel that your situation is fricked, it probably is. Mm-hmm. Just as Taylor Swift says, if it feels like a trap, you're already in one. Oh. Shit. <laughs> okay. Should we read something wholesome? Yeah. Can we finish on? So, a wholesome yeah. One? I feel like we need like something to make us happy. <sighs> I mean, okay. It's gonna leave me speechless though. Um, I I actually just read this story today. I was saving this one for a wholesome episode, but I don't know the order that everything's going to come out, but I will read this one now. A girl lost her father. She texted his phone number for years, talking about her day and achievements, saying that she missed him. One day, the number replied. Her father's number fell with another guy who happened to have lost his daughter in a car crash five years earlier. He had been receiving... Oh my God, this is really going to make me cry. 
guy. He had been receiving the text since the beginning. He told her he was proud of the person she had become. It's true. It's a true story. Here's an example of one of the texts. Hey, dad, it's me. Tomorrow is going to be a tough day again. It's been four years since I lost you. And not a day goes by that I don't miss you. A lot has happened in that small time, but I'm sure you know since I tell you all the time. I beat cancer and I haven't gotten sick since you were here. Like I promised you, I would take better care of myself. I finished college and graduated honors. Now I'm back and finishing up again. I fell in love and had my heart broken. You would have killed him. But I picked my head up and became an even stronger woman. I lost all my friends and hit rock bottom, but I found someone who came into my life and saved me. I don't have any children yet. You would be so happy, but I'm ready. I still drive mama crazy every day, but I'm keeping her on her toes. Oh my god. I'm sorry I wasn't there when you needed me most, but one day we will have our chance to watch that game. I'm afraid of marriage because I'll have to walk that long aisle alone and you won't be there to tell me everything will be okay. I'm doing great. You would be so proud of the woman I've become. No, my smart mouth and attitude have not changed. And no, I have not gained weight. It only goes to my head. (laughs) I really just wanted to say I love you and I really miss you. And the person said, hi, sweetheart. I'm not your father, but I have been getting all of your messages for the past four years. I look forward to your morning messages and your nightly updates. My name is Brad and I lost my daughter in a car wreck August of 2014. And your messages have kept me alive. When you text me, I know it's a message from God. I'm sorry you lost someone so close to you, but I have listened to you over the years and I have watched you grow and go through more than anyone. I have wanted to text you back for years, but I didn't want to break your heart. You are an extraordinary woman and I wish my daughter would have become the woman you are. Thank you for your everyday updates. You remind me that there is a God and it wasn't his fault that my little girl is gone. He gave me you, my little angel, and I knew this day was coming. Everything will be okay. Push yourself every day and shine the light God gave you. I'm sorry you have to go through this, but if it makes it any better, I'm very proud of you. P.S. I think your father would be happy to know you bought another dog instead of having children. (laughs) Take care and I look forward to your updates tomorrow. Isn't that this so This is just like one crazy. of those stories where they just like needed each other and yeah. the universe gave them each other. It's meant to be. Yeah. Still kind of on the theme of speechless because that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like what are the odds? Yeah. It's just like so meant what to be. What are the odds? And he's like, he's so sweet. He's like, I've been getting your message. Like he got them for the full four years. Yeah. And that's he crazy. read them and he just like yeah. went with it. It's so wild. Mm. So hopefully that made you happy. I know we're like sitting here crying but it's happy everything tears. happens for a reason yeah totally Aww. totally so sweet i know okay definitely speechless yeah we can wrap it up yeah we started with absurdity and ended with <laughs> crying <laughs> sobbing <laughs> okay okay well (laughs) i hope you all enjoyed this episode oh my god i I hope you don't think i'm crazy with my conspiracies like going off about a track on a car but like i know we're like what could happen you just need to think more into things before you jump to conclusions yeah that's true um i'm not crazy I also do have a heart. I was not crying, and I did tell Kelly to calm down a little bit during that story. Um, I was not crying as much as she was. I do have a heart, too. Um, it's just, like, hard when you're reading it out loud because yeah. then you can't, like, blink your tears away. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, I know. I know. We can wrap it up. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. We love you. We appreciate you, and we'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye.